Hey guys, this is Jared from the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. This is the rest of the episode that we recorded along with the Festivus special. We join it mid-episode. Hope everybody enjoys. One more, a couple more things that we I want to touch on, non-game related, and then we'll get into them. Uh, so, a couple weeks ago, a certain retired fly half from England made a point about um, having too, there being too many subs in rugby. Okay. And I don't necessarily agree with it. And I get his point, but I don't agree with it. Saying that, you know, players are, are no longer... Um, fit in the ways they should be where they and they and they just they only play for they only train to be fit for 50 minutes and you're talking about mostly obviously your your forwards mm-hmm. you know there's a reason that the that the subs bench usually is split by three forwards give or take right um one one way or the other <clears throat> and that's fine if you think that but i have to say the recent matches that I've watched where props are going 75, 80 minutes, these are the good ones, I understand. And, you know, you don't have a guy like Census Johnson. If you don't know who Census Johnson is, look him up. The guy was gigantic. Um, you don't have guys like that walking around anymore. Mm-hmm. And I get it. But, like, in guys like that and guys that are just fat slobs. Yeah. Like, and we know a couple you of still have a, You still have some. You still have some around. in this game where they definitely don't belong out there sure. for longer than 50 minutes. Otherwise, right. they're dying. But, yeah, I... I I don't agree with it, and it's like, oh, because now it's an explosive game. Yes, guys are learn- guys yeah. are bigger, stronger, faster. That's not going to change because you take away subs. Right. That's not going to all of a sudden just disappear from the game. Sorry. Yeah. So to I, me, I, to I me understand the point. it's a safety issue, though. I mean, you know, you can't have guys. The guys play so much rugby. And it used yeah. to be it used to be you had 15, and that was it. Oh, so God, those days are over. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's a there's a happy medium in there somewhere where I don't think, I don't think we're too far the other way. So... I think this is fine. Yeah, no. This, right. is, this is the appropriate number of subs. If you want to take a sub away, it. maybe. Yeah, I mean, because that was the the eighth sub was was a recent addition, and that's um, on, uh, that's only if you need another front rower. Yeah, that's that's only that. That's really, and that's only is. for safety on the scrum. I mean, God, think about how long, how far the safety in the scrum has come. Yeah, you know, it used oh to be God. eight guys get together and smash, right? And then eight guys get together and wait for the referee to say okay, and then and now we've gone into this full setting up of the right. scrum. And, you know, you used to be, could be so far away. Yeah. And now you come to the point where they don't even want to give you that. They give you ear to ear, which right. is very, very, very close. It's close, but that's also helpful because it, it, it actually makes you need to be technically good at scrummaging. That's fine. Because it, it, it used to be, if you, it used to be, you win that first hit and then that's it. Yeah, you were screwed. That's you're it. You're totally bummed. So, uh, I, you know, those changes are good. Changes that, that, that make the game better. And by make the game better, I mean, you know, make it better to watch because you, yeah. don't, you don't see the okay we're gonna do this scrum for 10 minutes oh, because Lord. until these these two groups of fat fuckers mm. can stop smashing each other and one of them falls just one of them falls over one of them loses their balance oh yeah. we got to start it up again because it didn't really work out well okay we'll get them closer get that that uh that pop you know that that impact mm-hmm. that, that that was a killer yeah. You know, it kills knees, it kills shoulders and necks. No, especially shoulders and, it's, and necks, it's, So sure. it's just not safe, ultimately. No. And and let's get the ball in and out of the scrum. Let's, you know, let's, sure. let's use it to restart the match, but let's actually start the match. <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> couple so, issues with that this weekend. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway. I mean, that's, that, that I, I understand the point. I don't agree with it. Yeah. Um, 
sticking with the same big fella, um, his article on um, his website or the website he works for about Wasp making top four. And there's yeses and nos. I agree. Again, yeses and nos. I agree with him. This is he's not wrong. He's not necessarily one hundred percent right. Yes. Yeah. Point being that they can still make top four, and I don't think they can't. I think they're going to struggle. But the point being is that you do have Launchberry out, Hughes out, uh, Robson out. You have all these guys that have missed time. Uh, sure. There's more in there. Gopherth is obviously not going to be back until maybe April at best because of his knee. Yeah. That and then so. Totally agree with that. That is right on. Yep. No. 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 No argument out of me. Sure. You know. There's going to be guys have, that are coming you have, back. You have a couple other injuries with their hookers, and that's you know Ashley Johnson's been forced into that role. And yeah. That's less than ideal for them, and I and so I don't disagree with that. Is that could be the thing that turns them around, getting some of those guys back and getting them into form. No dis no disagreement with that. But the other thing that he talks about, and we've talked about him already, is Sopoaga, and mm-hmm. how. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna come good, but you can't blame him for this. Well, I can. Yeah, and I'm going to. Right. Because, you know, he's like, oh, well, you have, you know, you have so many guys that have played inside and outside of him, and I'm like, but he's, he's on a fat price tag. He yeah. wants to be here for right. to be paid that money. Yeah. I'm sorry, that has now become your problem. Yeah. And, so, and I will say, I, I thought about this. I just watching the, the the Champions Cup a couple weeks ago too. Searle's better fly half right now. For that for that team, he's in form. Yeah, yeah. he's in form. He's been he has been hot. He's been he, the hand to, to ride, um, and they unfortunately didn't ride him this weekend. Nope. And oops, we see the result. Yep. So uh, I, you know, I I agree that that um, I agree fully that that uh, maybe the Sopoaga signing might have been a mistake and to force him into the lineup when he's not fitting in whatever they're doing doesn't seem to be a no. good fit for Sopoaga because Sopoaga is good. Yeah. He's good. There's, there's no question about it. I ideally he is a guy that you sign and you'd be like, sorry, Billy, you can sit on the pine and the you're pine probably gonna pay in. ten minutes most games. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not working out. So obviously it that that make it may come around, it may not. Who know, yeah, you know? We'll see. The, the thing is that it's a different style of play coming from the, the from, 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 yeah, New Zealand from New Zealand to from Super Rugby, right? Well, to die young, as certain people say, no, no, no defense rugby. Yeah, down in Super. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, he's he's not. It's no defense, but where's his offense been? Mm. So it's no. like if if he's an he's offensive threat, how are you only scoring thirteen against Harlequins? Yeah. So we'll talk about that. so let's, uh, you know, uh, I, I I don't think wasps are are you know if they if they make their way in the top six they'll they'll be lucky, based on the the people the teams ahead of them. Yeah, and some of the been, teams behind them, <laughs> that are, teams that are catching, finding their form. teams have been catching fire around. Right, them. I tell you, Bristol, Bristol might sneak up and and that'd be amazing. I, I'd I'd have to laugh a little bit. I guess definitely <laughs> it would be something laugh worth, laugh, worth laughing at. But but Bristol has looked, and we'll get to them later too. But yep. Bristol Bristol looked pretty good. No, no 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 argument here. Yeah, so I don't think and, and there, you know, there are ways behind them, but that could happen. Wasps, I'm, I'm just not this, sure. You got half the season still, right. still to go here, and then if you know you have to factor into the players really feel like they have something to play for. Mm-hmm. And again, Bristol definitely will rock up if they think right. that that's on the line. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. nut up. Wasps, I don't know that they have the team culture to to really make it through these hard times. We'll 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 find, we'll find out. out in the next couple of weeks, I suppose. Yeah, just you know the whole all. The guys outside of him haven't been good and or healthy. He's got 
LaBourgeois, who's played very well. Mm-hmm. You have Daly. Hello. Mm-hmm. I will take Elliot Daly all day long. We'll yeah. talk about him. <laughs> yes, I um, will take him. <laughs> um, and then, yes, I know Garpeth isn't outside him, and that's a veteran that's no longer there to kind of guide him. But Sopoaga is not a freaking rookie either. No. You know, and, and I get and I get the halfback situation where he's had four thrown to him. Yeah. That's a pain in the butt. It is. But to say that he hasn't had quality outside him, is an absolute bold face lie. Yeah. Absolutely. So don't don't give me that one. The inside yeah. I get. The outside, nah. He's had he's had quality outside him. Even if Daly's not hundred percent in form, he's probably one of the better centers in the world. Ultimately so. though, I th- I think your 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 tubby friend is is looking for a lot of hot takes. And yep. we don't really need that. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope. We have nope. enough of that in American media. Yeah, especially away. sports media saying <sighs> shit just to, to get a rise out of people, but come on man. Yeah, go away. Yeah. Go away. Um and then last thing just um, it's a very minor issue, and but just thinking of like guys like Lawrence Delalio who used to play for Wasp, and Ugamonia who used to play for Quinns, and Austin Neely who used to pay for, uh, play for Leicester. Them calling games. It, does it annoy you when they call their own teams games as much as it annoys me? It, and I know Ugo's like yeah. famously bad, biased towards his te- his old team. Um, the other two may not might not be so obvious, but at the same time, I can smell it. When, right. it, when it's on There's the broadcast. No... And it annoys me, especially if it's a team that I'm... Well, obviously, when they're playing the Saracens, it's obviously going to come out. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, like, if it's a team... I, I, I like the Saints. I really mm-hmm. do. So, you know, and I like Chris Boyd. He used to coach the Hurricanes, who's one of my favorite teams for Super Rugby. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have that issue. But I, I, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I don't wanna, know. I want to hear the, the, the commentators talking about what's happening in the match, not what they want to happen. <laughs> yeah, and so if like you're criticizing the the official because oh I didn't want him to call that penalty because it was against my team. Healy's famous for that. Yeah, like just dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like sorry, that, Let me do that. I can do that on my couch. Talking <laughs> about how you know I I think the the official's a jerk and he's biased against us and all yada yada yada. <laughs> but dude, you're you're being paid to talk about what's going on. Mm. Not again. If if you you know leave leave the 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 team root, rooting aside and just tell us what's going on because i yeah. it just it even as you said like i'm an, a, i'm not biased watching say uh, a bristol versus sale match or something like that mm-hmm. but if the if the announcer's you know pulling 100 percent for sale and because he used to play for them and makes no bones about it i'm yeah, gonna be like i'm just gonna fucking mute you <laughs> it's not like we're getting much You're done. Anyway. yeah <laughs> yeah to be fair delalio is probably the the, the least Ugo. Bias of of the of the three. It's definitely Ugo and Healy. And yeah. Lal La, La is a def, a distant third third for that. Yeah, I thought that when uh was it uh, Hamilton, uh didn't he do the 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 Saris game a couple weeks ago? Did he? It, I don't I, I don't remember that. I feel like I think it was maybe, no. Maybe he did, it's a, different he did a Glasgow game not too okay. long ago. I know that. Um, uh, but I, he's in Ed, he's Edinburgh till he dies. So yeah. But uh, uh, also Saris, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But he didn't. I'm just well, yeah. My point was he didn't. They at least appear to be terribly. I, I, sure. I, I maybe I'm talking about my ass. I don't yeah. know. I've had half Nothing the heavy new there. here. So, <laughs> all right. Um, you want to talk about rugby a little bit? Oh, you mean the the matches? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, there were some matches. <laughs> we actually played this weekend, believe it or not. Uh, I I'm aware, <laughs> but I, sure. I it was it was a little bit of a travel weekend for me. So yeah, well, I, you know that happens sometimes. <laughs> So now we're we're working out of my wheelhouse here. Right. Okay. So let's um, let's go. Let's just go. Look, look, I'll run through the the dream team for this past weekend real quick. Um, Dan Cole from Leicester with thirty five, the prop. Jakob Fasagi from uh, Gloucester with thirty six, their hooker. 
Milosinovich from Worcester with 34. Uh, their their prop Sam Skinner from Exeter Yay. with 47. Alex Dombrant, the Dominator Ooh. with with uh, 43 from Harlequins. They shoved him into the second row because he's eligible there. Dan Thomas from Bristol. Chris Vui from Bristol. Jordan Crane from Bristol. I wonder if Bristol won. Yeah, Bristol did pretty damn well this weekend. Um, 49, 39, 36 for all of them. They, that's what the back row of the Dream Team conti- uh, was contingent of. Kobus Reinach, again, just he's making me eat my words. Um, 52 for Northampton, along with Dan Bigger, his halfback partner with 47. I wonder if they won. So they did, and they did very well. Johnny May with 42 from Leicester. Uh, Charles Piatau. Another Lester, another Bristol, Bristol guy, rather. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, with fifty-seven, he had a he had a nice day. Uh, Owen Owen Farrell with thirty-nine. Uh, Luke Morahan with forty. Owen Farrell won me a dollar, by the way. Mm, um, Jamie Roberts with thirty-five. I don't know how the hell Jamie Roberts is eligible for fullback. <laughs> he hasn't played fullback no. since he was young, but that's okay. Um, so there's that. Uh, so let's go. Let's jump right into Northampton Exeter. Big big games for both, really, in terms of what came out of it, uh, points wise, um, in the standings. But obviously, this is a gigantic one for Northampton to win. Yes, definitely. Um, they needed they needed some help in the uh, well. They needed to help themselves a little bit in the table. Yep. Um, sneak themselves into a, a, you know playoff positioning, um, and uh, you know to go against the the top of the table. You know, it's kind of a measure of where you are as a club. Absolutely. It's one thing for some of these teams who are um, playing against, uh, you know, in the Champions Cup, and they're they're yep. going against those top tier teams, and and that that's kind of helped a little bit, I think I would say. Yeah, because they're not playing ways. against those teams that, this year. Right. So it's like, and but then you get Northampton, um, who's not, but that, stepping up to the table and, and yep. really going at one of those those top tier yep. teams and and coming out the victors, and they yeah. they held on. They you know Exeter, it could have easily toppled them at right. one point. Yeah, it, it looked like they could. They had the option to control the match, and, and really, um, and it's not as though they they gave that up. It's not as though they no. pissed it away. Northampton no, just no, no. said, you know, no, 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 we're we're gonna win this. Yeah, I mean, they're, we're gonna nut this one out. In that last fifteen minutes, their defense really, really stepped up and said, nope, we yeah. just are gonna deny you everything and every and anything. Obviously, the dagger was Kobus Reinach reading reading the <laughs> the pass like a book yep. and taking it and depositing it in the other in the other try zone. Um, very good stuff for him. Uh, they were ill Exeter was ill-disciplined in the loose. They were crushing the scrum, which was the only thing that was keeping them in it, really. Um, I feel like there were a couple penalties that kind of went against Saints only because Exeter's Exeter mm-hmm. in the scrum, but that is uh, that is what it is. You're, you've earned your reputation. Sometimes that right. happens. Um, Dan Bigger definitely nutted out a um, this game because he definitely pulled something on one of yeah. his kicks, and it was obvious. He was not, not happy. And, you know, he finished it, so give – bigger all the credit for finishing this thing right um pierce francis did not finish this match though after setting up or scoring a a big one after the off the kickoff there on that counter um that collins set up so that was unfortunate for them and that's england are going to be paying attention to that too because he's one of their center slash fly cover guys that's kind of one of those one of those dual roles so they want him to be healthy um but the big thing was the bonus point that Exeter decided, no, we're not going for the kick and one bonus point. We are going to shove it right over mm-hmm. and get two. And it's huge for them because it keeps them in first. Right. They, so re- they really needed that one. For them. So, I mean, give them give them that credit for just finally being, being like, oh, right, we're Exeter. We can do this yeah. corner. And they shoved it over. 
and it was a good day for me as far as uh, I, I decided to, to for, for those who, who, who are listening, uh, I've been pretty uh, excited about Armand for, for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> and this week was the week where I said, you know what, I'm sitting him. I, I'm just not seeing it. I'm going to, it's one of good these, decision. I'd rather, rather, you know, miss out on a good week from him than continue to start him when he's shit in the bed. Yep. No, he didn't, he didn't do that well. Shit week. the bed. So, I, yeah, I, I was, that was a, a good, good switch out yeah. for me. Sam, Sam Skinner was the big one from this game for yes. me. 47. Me too. Um, I didn't have any, I actually don't have any Saints in my team right now. So <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll fix that this week. Um, but yeah, so the, the big, the big players, the big scores, Haskell obviously did not play. Courtney Laws with 35. He continues to quietly be good in fantasy. Uh, you have a very expensive paperweight. In I your lineup, yes, I so, do. I absolutely uh, do. Naira Varro with a zero, with and a I'm not zero. sure he's had more too many games not like that. No, I, I don't know how I, I somehow managed 500 points this week with Naira Varro pulling a fucking yep. goose egg on me. So yeah, for those yay. that didn't, for those that don't know and probably don't know because they're not looking at it, uh, Ben scored the top 30 in the game points week, so he's. Carrying the torch for the two of us, yeah. so would be. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't score that much this week because we got shit on the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so um, anyway, Brousseau with thirteen getting to be an expensive paperweight as well. Mm. Tamana Harrison continues to be pretty damn good and is yeah. in turning out 20, 25, 20, 20 plus point weeks. Twenty seven for him. Bigger with a try and a bunch of con- and a bunch of kicks. Forty seven. Ryanak obviously was in the team of the week as well, mm. 52. And Fraser Dingwall, who was the sub for Pierce Francis with 36, he had, he ran a nice line to get himself over under the sticks for Saints for one of their tries. So. Did you mention you mentioned Laws? Yeah, I okay. had him in there. Uh, on the other side of the coin, Exeter in there, double points point loss. Um, no, no play, obviously. Slade mm. returned, uh, which was good. I think he actually returned last week, but me and Get- we weren't here, so whatever. Um, he had eight. Cordero, slightly disappointing with 21. Armin, you made the good call on him with, with 11. Cowan Dickey got himself a yellow card, so he ended up with minus three. Sam Center. Skinner was the was the big winner on the Exeter side with yep. 47, continuing to be just a beast for many reasons, not even just fancy reasons, just to be a, a solid, solid player. Scotland are lucky to have him, I think. Um, and then Matt Kovacic with 32 because he's – the Exeter 8 man and the Exeter 8 man usually does fairly well. Right. <laughs> that's pretty much all it needs to be. And that's not apparently not going to be Armand ever. So No, <laughs> that's not. why I said it. It's always going to be, I mean, obviously it'll be Simmons when sure. he's healthy, but then Laude and Kubesic, I think, will be the ones that rotate through that position. Yeah. Maybe one day they're both hurt, in which case it is Armand, but that's not a great thing. No. Yeah, we don't want to wish that. So, yeah, uh, Northampton win 31-28. They are currently sixth, I believe. Um Yep, six, yep in, six. six on the table. Exeter stay on top with 47. They barely are in front of the Saracens after their win, which we'll talk about right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Saracens, Worcester. Oh, man, my blood pressure jumped a couple beats in the first half of this one. Holy yeah, I crap. Was, I was traveling for this match, so I didn't watch it live, but I had Jared <laughs> giving me a little... Not, not, no spoilers, but definitely telling me that, that this prepared, was not starting Be well. prepared to be angry. Yeah. Oh, um, was I? This was one of those matches where I was glad to, to be watching it on the replay, having yeah. known the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. Oh, man. Um, but, first try for Worcester. Right call? Yeah. You think so? Yes. Okay. I yeah, was, I'll give I was that. less than happy with that. I wasn't happy with it, but I, that was one of those I give it to him because I, I thought it would... I didn't think it would matter in the end. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, we got lucky it didn't. Yeah. But I thought I didn't think the ball was out. Um you know, I, I'm I'm not necessarily for 
That ball was out. Organization for organization's sake, but I also want a little bit of control. And I'm not sure Dixon was executing and, that but early, that, but he obviously, you know, but I, that's probably the only that, blunder I'd say he had. But so. that's the kind of thing. So that that's where I was talking about the French referees saying, let the players decide. If the, mm-hmm. the referee says, you know what, that ball's out. You know, I, I get it that it kind of, it, it, the um, I, I don't know who it was at the back of that ruck. Um, but it clearly, it clearly squirted out just past his left side. Um, he, he moved his foot and all that, but it was still, that was out. Yeah. I, now, the thing is, most referees will give that to the player. They'll say, you know what? No, no, no. He had it. That, that was, that's yeah, still and that's the, I think that's the big problem. And that's I have. the big problem. That's where I like those French referees that say, you know what? That, the ball is out. Go play. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, get, you know, we, 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 the, the officials do a lot of things to help players at some time or just to what they feel is help the flow of the game. Yeah. But I like that. I liked that, that, that he let that go. And, um, I mean, not let it go. He said it was out. And yep. then he, he, he went with it. Right. So I, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. Um, I think he could have called it earlier. He could have been a little bit better. I wish he had just said, had said yeah. it a little more vocally. Like, right. that ball's out. It's like... Well, the only one that knew that thing was out was Hugard yeah. or Weir, whoever it was. Yeah. I think it was Hugard. It was Hugard. And he, Hugard picked and he it up and, it to Weir. and yeah, we yeah. finished. I was like, oh, but I that's uh, that, um, I, I thought that was the right call. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, as long as as long as they're more could, consistent right. with it, it could have been I, done I better, and it. they could do it more consistently. That's, that's the problem is is, is yeah. that players weren't expecting him to rule that as being out. So that that's Maybe the problem that's the is issue. the player expectations. But at the same time. Fucking pay attention, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, figure out where the ball is under you. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're, that's that's the important thing. Was at the back row, probably should have just picked it up and right. It was kind of squirting around a little bit. To, like, or, yeah, and he had there was there were some supporting players around. So if he had just picked and gone, yeah. um, he can run over Hugard. Yeah, although Hugard's a tough bugger first come out. Hugard came out of nowhere. He came like all the way around the yeah. rocks. He wasn't. That was the problem. Yeah, I think that was a big issue. Like, oh, he yeah, jump through the. <laughs> but it was, anyway, the, the, the ball's he, out. The ball's he, out. He squirted it out. So. Um, I thought Skelton had a really nice game. He, oh, um, he yeah. needs to he needs to improve his endurance. He's yes. not a he, it's not the lack of speed and the lack of fitness per se. It's just like I want him to finish seventy five minutes of a match without having to come off. But because if he can from, from where he was, I mean he was a, like well, a twenty minute God, player he's, last year. He's so come a long way since he's he was come a long way. So the chunker that he was when he walked into this team yes. last year. So he's he's in. Yeah, I would like him to be better, but at the same time, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm certainly not gonna call him out on it because he's put in a lot of hard work. Yeah, he did. No, it's and, no no doubt about that. I'm not taking anything anything sure. away from the guy. He's absolutely not. Man, he's done a great job of getting himself. He fit. really has. Yep. He's um, been, in, but, He's been a lot of fun to watch. He's been what this is what I wanted to see from of him. him. Yeah, for sure. Um, Spencer was productive without the T. Remember yeah. a few weeks ago we talked about him playing alongside the game with Farrell. Yeah, and he was, he was still productive without the T. So he he's starting to figure it out, which is good. And um, I, I sat yeah. him. I, that was my that was my biggest conundrum this week. Was uh, oh, you played Heinz? Didn't you? I played Heinz. Dope. And it didn't work out for me. But <laughs> nope. sometimes it would. He just didn't. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spencer had a real good game, especially yeah. with the boot. You know, he gets a lot of a lot of his points come from those uh, his his kicking too, because he gets just those points over, for just kicking it downfield. Yeah, right. Yeah. He does that a lot. Yeah. So yeah. he just he does he doesn't do the same up and unders that um, Wigglesworth can. Right. Um, he can do that, but it's not the same quality. It's no. He's more, more the, the fuck, over the top the, and poke it. Right. Uh, get that ball over away from here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but he's done he's done a good job yeah. since uh, Wiggy's been having to rest. Um, Teo has not lost a whole lot in his in his rest days. Like no. he played, this is what his first premiership match, I think. Um, Second not, premiership not match, certain. something to that effect. Yeah, D- 
didn't look like you missed a freaking beat. That nope. dude was a problem all day. I mean, he's going to be a problem for a lot of defenses. Yes. But um, bad news for Worcester is he's probably not going to stay at Worcester even if they stay up. Yeah. Because he's like, I want to go win a lot of, a lot more games. Right. Yeah. So that's, and I don't blame him for that. Nope. And then, but, yeah, he, he, he had a match. Yeah, he did. And then Strudel with, uh, after being injured and finally getting back onto the pitch, great line to finish the finish the game off and just kill the game off. Yeah, cut cut just off Faz's hip, cuts inside and finds the finds that tiny gap that a guy like him only needs. Yeah, and finishes the job. And I, you know, I I like what I'm seeing from Lewington. At times, he improved. He's improved. He improved this game after the last one. The last well, one, the last he, had, one was he had an awful game. Yeah, he had he had a couple of, of times this match where I was just like, so there's what what I've noticed from watching Saracens for a few years now is um, that they they need their wings to do certain things. Now they they have to be finishers, obviously, because yeah. they rely on they, they that's where they score a lot of their they tries. But they need to do the little things like catch the high ball. Yeah, it's a big one. I mean, most and, most wings in international level need to. Right. And that's what the Saracens expect, expect is right. international you need level to be, and, wing play. And that was one of the biggest problems that Saris had against Exeter. Yep. Was their offense could never get – their attack could never get going because Lewington was knocking it on every yes, time was. it went to him. So yes, he was. You, the, he had a rough game. That's why they just couldn't get anything going. Yep. And, and I feel like the game – against Worcester changed when they put Strudel on because yeah. he was actually doing the things that Saracens in their their structure need their wing to do. And he's used to it. This is and, not a new, right. this is it's not this nothing, is nothing this new. Is, uh, this is riding a bike for Dave Strudel. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, Lewington, keep it up, but we need you know we yeah, need to see a little bit get there. more of those other things that the yep. little the little things that, that a lot of wings can't do, but when you play for a team like Saris, they need you yep. to do that. Yes. Oh, I was wrong. I do have a Saints player. I love them. I'm an yeah. idiot. I'm an absolute moron. <laughs> he didn't have a good week. Maybe that's why I didn't know. Yeah, he just let's he, forget about that. Yeah, maybe forget that. Well, that's, maybe that's why he's on my head. Um, so yeah, the Saracens win 25-17. They are still in second only because they did not get the bonus point. If they'd gotten the bonus point, they'd be in first by virtue of having, having more wins than Exeter. But that's okay. They're still in top two. Home home semifinal is the important part. Yep. First, second doesn't necessarily make that big of a difference. No. Um, it does, but it doesn't depend. This year is not one that I think does. Um, uh, scores for the week, big players, big big scores. Farrell with 39, Natoje and uh, Billy Vinopolo, neither one of them played. Hopefully come back now uh, that we've turned the new year. Uh, Mako with 27. You know, for as expensive as he is, he still figures out ways to put out 25-plus points. And weeks. get over the line. Yeah, he did get over the line. That obviously helps. Um, good with only 20, which is a low mark for it him. Is. Jamie George with only 16. He had a rough match. Uh, Liam Williams and Brad Barrett, neither one of them played as well. Uh, Lazowski with 25, Cruz with 12, Ugh. Uh, Big mm-hmm. Willie with 40, nice day. Callum Clark gets over the line, he gets 36 after having a nice day, winning a couple of pens. Uh, ben Spencer with 33, Dave Strudel off the bench with 25 for the Saracens. Very good stuff. Uh, definitely some names in there that you need to probably start considering to insert in your team. Yeah, especially um, the rounding out the you know some of your subs that that could play either you know could play one week or, or ride the bench the next. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a Virtual bunch of Saris who are yep. yeah who are available for that. Yep. Um, Worcester, for Worcester, the big names and uh, big scores: Hugar with 34, Chris Pinnell with only eight, um, but Bryceheen with 39. You put him into your team I this did. week. That was a good. He was my transfer call. this week. Yep. Uh, Duncan Weir with 37. I probably should have stuck with him. I ended up going with Trinder, and I paid for that. Uh, Milosinovic with 34. He was in the team of the week. 
Uh, GJ Van Belza does what he does. He got 25. Pierce Phillips, uh, Pierce Phillips with 25. And Perry Humphreys with 25 after scoring a first phase um, try off the, off the, I think it was a scrum or a ruck, whatever, or um, line out, whatever it was. It was first phase, and he torched the, the boys for, for a score. Um, actually, no, I don't even think he scored. You know what? He torched them, but Taylor yeah. finished it. Yep. That's what it was. I knew that. <laughs> um, so Worcester floundering at the bottom, tied on points with Newcastle for the bottom, uh, only ahead of them by, I think, point differential. Uh, yep. And Saracens go to second, like I said. Yep, they stay there. Your your side piece. <laughs> My side piece. Ugh. Lost her. What the fuck happened? Um, and I ask that because I didn't see the match. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Did you? Uh, <laughs> all did I know you, is, all I know is, I, 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 you, need I, to, you need to start taking Gloucester out to uh, nicer dinners or something. Seriously. Dude. Um, uh, well, well, you know, I'll, I'll get to what what I think may have happened in a second. Yep. But but all I know about the match is is that I was um, looking at the the match statistics just because I like to see certain things mm-hmm. just to just to see a breakdown, especially for a match like this where it looks like. Gloucester sure at, at home against again if we're talking about teams that that have you know injury problems you know look at Sale yeah <laughs> right and the, you know the, the aforementioned AJ McGinty not there mm. and, and um, among others I'm sure the Dupree's is, is, is they've done well they well did you see they extended their stay <laughs> yeah so they obviously like what, what's, what's going on there good good for Sale there yeah hopefully not bad hopefully that's not bad news for AJ but I, I look at just and and there, there are some of the key stats that that are shown in, on on a lot of breakdown sites, but mm-hmm. possession and territory. I mean that tells that should tell a little bit of the tale. Not here. Nope. With Gloucester having sixty six percent of the possession and sixty four percent of the territory, so most of the time it's not even in their own. You know, so much of the time it's not in their own end, and they get doubled up. Thirty they to fifteen. They had a lot of dumb penalties with the UA. They were very ill disciplined at their breakdowns and not cleaning out and or cleaning out sloppily. Mm-hmm. It just and obviously and uh, five to Clarks were pain in the ass. We yeah. know this, and he was. And Speaking he, of he South ended up Africans, actually sitting, he ended up getting a yellow card for <laughs> yeah. um, having my notes on. Yeah. Um, well, while you're figuring out what he got the yellow card you for, uh, you know, Thorley got a break this this week. He didn't play. Maybe he shouldn't have. And uh, I can see give him a rest, and especially against a, a team like Sale, that that would make sense. Um, but he's been their spark, and. Mm. And as, as, as great as Sharples has been, don't get me wrong, to have both of those options out there really stretches the de- stretches out the defense. And as I've said a couple t- you know the past couple of weeks, Thorley shows up in places where you need him. It's not yeah. as though he's always active. It's not as though you, you have to be watching out for where he is. It's just whenever all of a sudden he's involved, it's good things are happening. Yes, absolutely. And and without that spark, I could totally see Gloucester kind of kind of just fumbling and, mm-hmm. and not quite getting having consistent you know because that he's bailed them out of having inconsistent yep. attacks all of a sudden you know they're 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 puttering around and all of a sudden they give to thorley and he's yeah, he, he finds a little on. gap and he's gone yep and and without that um i think i think that that my that's my take having not yep. seen the match no no sips big problems <sighs> that's two matches without sips they haven't won either one i'm sure it's a problem yeah because because you know even if he's bad sips he'll still do something where try and unlock them somehow unlock the defense right, somehow just try something yep. which is what makes him you know that that either the great sips or bad sips good. right there and he's been good sips for a while most of the for, most of the year yeah. right so that Absolutely. that too is is a problem and you and they even lost the match that oh no they won they won last week but 
I won't say they mm-hmm. lost two matches, yeah. but they but they won the match, or they lost the match in which he left as right. well. So maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yes, yeah, that's um, what it was. But, I mean, last week there was a bit of a nail-biter. They almost didn't beat Newcastle. And right. Newcastle, honestly, not, Newcastle probably deserved it. Yeah, um, and, and we'll but, get to Newcastle in a second. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm sure that's a part of it. Um, when's he coming back? I honestly, I it, it was like a, I think it was like a six week thing, okay. eight week thing. I can't remember exactly Yikes. off the top of my head. Um, um, I so don't remember. It was, hopefully, they can tread actually. A I think it was on. Water. It might have been closer to three months. Okay. Well, hopefully, they can tread a little. Well, yep. That's a little rough. Yep, that would um, be, that'd be that's a long time. Yeah. Um, Declerc got a yellow card. Uh, both teams ill disciplined on their own goal line. Yeah. Um, Declerc got a yellow card for intentional knocking and being offsides while Gloucester were on attack going forward. All the momentum in the world probably should have scored a try. Should have been a penalty try, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, I think it should have been at least looked at. Um, uh, Christopher Lee's kind of new in this thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't do a bad job. This got a little bit chippy and handbaggy. Um, but then Lewis, and then um, Ludlow for um, for Gloucester. Cynical foul on his own goal line. Mm. Gave, gave himself a yellow card, and that <laughs> killed that. Yeah. And I think, I think actually... I think in that in in the time that Ludlow was in the bin, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it was fourteen on fourteen, I think Sale scored ten points, eight, yeah. eight or ten, something to that well, neighborhood. Yeah, well, Ludlow is one of their their better players, stronger players that's still out yep. there at that point. So yep. so having because also um, Woodward was hurt, he couldn't yeah. play. He's a he's so, a big mess. So that's you're, you're missing three of your your back line that have been fucking amazing yep. this year. So yeah, that's that's gonna hurt. So it's yeah. not just you know I real I don't I don't know what the story is on Thorley. It doesn't show that he's injured. And no, and I don't think I don't it's hard think, to if it's he's hard picked to... up a knock at most. I yeah. think that's it, it which it's... is something that usually keeps you out for a week. Right, and we don't really get a lot of that news over here, so no. we don't but get I to see exactly for websites that have it. Right. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I mean, just my notes say Gloucester dominated first twenty, and they did, but they got very little to show for it. Um, the two tries that Sale had. Um, two of them were just fat, quick breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, McGuigan and James both had a break. Um, Ashton finished one. That was an end-to-ender. And then another one, uh, DeClerc finished after bobbling it about five, de- five ten times. <laughs> Finally concentrates and gets over the line and falls on the line. Um, Salmona got one on a, most Gloucester fans will say, questionable call. Uh, DeClerc yes, tackled. Yes, very questionable. Yeah, no, he didn't get that. <laughs> De, uh, DeClerc... Um, DeClerc tackled 12 trees a little high, and they mm-hmm. kind of had a head clash. And 12 trees knocked the ball on, and Sale scooped it up and swung it wide, and Salomon went over on the edge. Um, that was in their own end. They probably should have just fucking booted it to begin yeah. with, but, you know, that happens. Um, there's one other point we'll talk about, but I'll do it. we'll do it after the points. But this is kind of the microcut. This is this is the telltale right here for Gloucester. Their points in fantasy. It's not always no. the most telling, but here's this kind of a blatant a one. This definitely tells the story. There's two players I have on this sheet of note, and, that, and that's only either because of price or because of their score. They had two guys out, Woodward and Cipriani. Those are high-priced guys. Morgan with 20, and Basaki with 36. Everybody else had less than 25. Ugh. There's some guys with 24, yeah. but still, that, that tells you how you know. You know and we, we went over, we, there's a long list of yeah. players on, on Sunday that Came from another team that don't that have probably a little less quality than them, yeah. And they still figured it out. Sale, big numbers um, and big players. Uh, Chris Ashton with twenty four. Uh, O'Connor with nineteen. Not a not a good day for him. DeClerc, 
he's going to be above that 300-pound threshold soon. Yeah. Um, 34, Solomon with 28, and Rob Weber with 26 after scoring a good one. Steve Diamond. Ugh. Jackass. What a fucking jackass. <laughs> step outside. I'll, let's step outside. Come on. Dude, that's not where we are. We're not in a bar, man. Come on. I mean, Ugh, have calm some, down. And, and the yeah. jur- the jur- journos are going to do what they do. The, the writers are going to do what they do. They're paid to ask you pain in the butt questions. And I don't like it sometimes because it's my guys. Yeah. But, you know, if you're up there, you know you're going to get some pain in the butt questions. A lot of people have questioned. Then this journalist in particular questions sale a lot and doesn't <laughs> like what's going on there. And I don't blame him one single bit. Yeah. They are doing all right. They're not. They're no longer quite at the relegation battle that they're in. Still, only halfway through the season. It's a right. lot of rugby to be played. But, yeah, and they're also not. They're not. You know, they're they're right in the middle of the pack. So, you know, they're not. They're not in playoff in the you know the playoff position. Nope. So, okay. Well, you know, you, I mean, two you, bad weeks put you right. in, put you back in that yeah. in that relegation fight. So exactly. So how about you just, you know, you win with some fucking class. And shut the fuck up. And don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first off, don't make it fucking physical. Don't don't get all up in a, in a, a journalist's face. I mean, I mean, that's this is the same guy that said, "Let's have a woodshed moment" or something like right. that. Right? He went. Yeah, he didn't like so. it. So we we're gonna have an old school practice, dude. Come uh, on, man. These I, are professionals. They don't respond to that crap. No, they're they're grown people. They don't respond to it. Nope. So this is Steve Diamond to me is one of the kind of coaches that we got to get out of the game. Yeah. Yep. And and this is just more proof why. Yep. Well, maybe after this year. Just a bad week, but you know, we they still think that there's something in the water, because this week was just a yeah, bad well, week for discipline. We'll get to that in this next game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just to summarize, Sale have 30, Gloucester have 15. Gloucester have still kind of separated themselves a little bit from the rest of the teams. Granted, they're only four points up on Quins, but the the, the separation between Quins in fourth and Worcester, or, or excuse me, Bristol in tenth. Is okay. all the five points? Yeah, they have four points on just Quinn, so they're looking a little bit better. If they can turn it on again, I think they'll be good to go for the playoffs. Yeah, they just need um, a couple. Leaving that fourth playoff place really up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so Gloucester still sit third, and Sale have jumped themselves up into the middle of the table at seventh. Big game eleven at Twickenham. Pretty sure it was eleven. If I got the number yeah. wrong, my bad. Um, anyway, at Twickenham, I watched this match. I was really excited to watch it. Um, <laughs> started with a burner. Uh, Don Brandt to Ward on a give and go on cheeky lineout move at the front of the lineout gets Don Brandt over. Nice. Um, that was a really slick move. It was a give and go. It was, it, he took it, gave it to Ward. Ward got almost tackled into touch, and Don Brandt said, "Oh, thanks." And Don Brandt, somebody you're not going to stop if he's five meters out. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, very, I mean, Quinn's. You know, they did. Quinn's won it in a somewhat Quinn's way where they were getting under Wasp's skin mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> Almost felt like the French way in a way, yeah, but that, yeah. it would. It, I, I love Gustard. I do. And this is a Quinn's team that I'm, as a Saracens fan, you're bred to hate or at least dislike. <laughs> but, you know, when you have a guy that used to be a part of your coaching staff on the mm-hmm. team, you have to kind of like him. And yeah, I do like Gustard. So, appreciate what they bring you know, to the and, table. I, and he's trying to bring the same type of mentality to Quinn's where. The defense is the thing that can get you over the line, even when your offense is not doing a damn thing. Right. You could still – I mean, we saw it from Saracens in, I think it was their um, – it was their Champions Cup match. It, they used their defensive pressure um, with a Benner – what ended up being a Benner intercept. Right. Who's also been a very good player for the Saracens since yes. we've had a lot of injuries with guys like Billy Vinopola, Jackson right. Ray, 
uh, roads went down early, earlier this week, uh, earlier last week. So, different point. <laughs> Digress. Um, these got this is just something that it's like it, it, this was a very under the skin French performance almost from the Quins, and it, with that, uh, let's talk about it. Dave Ward. What the holy hell, man! Sorry. Now, if you didn't see it, Dave Ward spat on Thomas Young. Allegedly. Definitely spat. <laughs> and then stepped on Thomas Young's ankle deliberately. This is not a question of whether or not he meant to step. Nick no, Mullins, yeah, that... who is the commentator for um, BT Sport, um, says said something on Twitter. Well, oh, you know, only he knows if he spat on him on purpose. He Number one, my 100% swear to God belief is that Dave Ward definitely meant to spit on him. It did, wasn't like a large exhale where something else came out. Yeah. It, it wasn't was a like, good, you know, it was a good lube that he was like trying to land on was, Thomas Young. Yeah, yeah. So two, he still freaking stomped on the dude's ankle, which is the worst thing about that. Yeah. I think Dave Ward was lucky to finish this, to play any more of this match. I, I don't, like, he went to the bin for yellow. It I should have been a red. It should have been a red. There was that was a non rugby act. That, There's no yeah. reason that that needs to be in the game. No, get it the hell out. We've, we've taken the boots out of the game, and that's a that's a very good thing. Yep. Um, and and for him to come and just do that, and it didn't. The, there was nothing going on. No, it was no. just it was just him deciding, and that was after a neck roll too. So he had the neck roll. Yep. The neck roll, the spit, the yeah, stomp. Yeah, he's lucky to still. He that's was three. That's still, three infractions right there. On that field. Yeah. Um, Craig Maxwell's keys is not has not done a big match quite to this effect. So that's so kind of hard. It's it's yeah. Throw that out too, which is unfortunate. Which is an unfortunate thing to put that down to. But you know, he uh, it was man. I saw it and I was like, what? I, I said some words I shouldn't have said. And I was watching <laughs> at my mother's place, and she's like, oh, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, I that was one. I I um I remember we we stopped. We were on our, again. Like I said, it was a travel day for me mm-hmm. uh, coming back from Western Pennsylvania, um, and so I all I, I could see was what was going on on Twitter. So yeah. I, I found a, a replay of it when we stopped at a rest stop, and damn. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't bad. see it live. It was very bad. Still haven't seen it within the context of the match. But nothing. you don't, there's nothing. Nothing to it. You don't need to see it, anything nope. else. Because nope. that, that's that's the kind of shit that's got to get out of the game. And he he tried that's, to defend himself when the referee was giving him the card, too. I was like, what kind of dirtbag are you where you think that has any place in the game? I don't care what Thomas Young may or may not have done to you in a previous ruck. Yeah. What you just did does not belong in the game. No. If Thomas Young's doing the little cheeky things in the ruck that some of us like to do, it's you up do to it you to control ruck. yourself. Yeah. And you Control do, yourself. Right. To not do something really, really assholeish like that, and that's where it comes back to me about the spit too. Is these are professional athletes; they know what they're doing with their bodies. They should. Yep. So even if even if it wasn't an, an intentional, even if he's trying to play the innocent angel, no, dude, <laughs> Dave Ward's you, kind of a douche to begin with, so that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you spat on him. Get the fuck over it. Yep. Take your ban. Hopefully, it's significant. Yeah, somebody. Oh, because then the Quins took action. Oh, we yeah, the Quins. We, banned, yeah, we right. banned Dave Ward for, for one week. week. My ass, dude. He's getting more attacked onto that. If he's not. Premiership Rugby, you are messing up. Yeah. You are really messing up. RFU need to put him on the bench for a while. So between that and between the, um, uh, what was it, the Steve Diamond. Yep. And, you know, one of the things that, that you don't see very often in, in rugby is the old, uh, is at least not in the professional level. Mm-hmm. Or the international level is is getting walked back ten meters yeah. for for a job. It happens now and again, but it happens now and again. It's now happened twice in a row, two weeks in a row for Saracens. Mm-hmm. They got they got marched backwards for 
or yapping at the official, oh. which doesn't happen for yeah. them either. No. And then between that, you know, so <laughs> then let's go back to the fourth match that we talked about, the first one we talked about yeah. with Exeter. And uh, and Baxter talking about how they, uh, oh, yeah. they, they had a little bit of a piss-up. <laughs> I'm glad he said that at least. I did. And that, oh, that, man, that's, I give him credit. That's refreshing as hell. It's honest and it's good because, good, you beat, you, you beat Saris on the road. Boys and, had a little bit too much of a drink up. And it's Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that's a little fine. too festive. That's, fair. that's That's perfectly fair. <laughs> so that's the one bit of ill discipline that I'm actually for is because it actually builds culture. You're, you're, it does. You know, you guys are celebrating a big win over a big opponent and – and it's Christmas and all that. There's a lot of yeah. things to, to... Probably need to reconsider that your match is on Friday night next time, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what happened with Lester, then? Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about ill-discipline, let's yeah. get into we'll, it. We'll get Wait, into were they actually second. disciplined this um, <laughs> talk about. We'll finish talking about this one. Yeah. Because I know, I know, I know Lester have a tendency to be a little silly, and that, that match did get a little handbaggy, too. Of course. Um, but, yeah, uh, so I will – just watching this match, Wasp did counter most good things with bad things. Every time it looked like they were getting something going, they'd screw it up somehow. And it would be a dumb move. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of silly pens, uh, a lot of silly mistakes. Uh, daily passes to Sopawaga in the middle of the field, and he's got – Sopawaga's got freaking five quins on top of him. It's right in the middle of their post. Sopawaga gives away the pen, easy pen for Marcus Smith to hit. And that's three points that they just conceded. Daly misses. Daly had a rough game, apparently. Um, Daly throw had a cross kick at him. He missed it, and after he missed it, he, the ball bounces back to him, and he chucked it away. And the referee called a pen, called him for a pen. And I was like, "Oh, that's not smart." <laughs> it was just a really it was an ill disciplined play for, from the Wasps. Um, this is a guy we've talked about though before though, and I've I'm believing it more and more. Joe Marchand definitely is one of the best players on this team for the Quins. He is the most consistent player, I'd say, on that team. He hasn't missed. If he's missed a match, it's been one. I love watching him play. And he's he scored, got a nice try to really, this one. Yeah. Danny Kerr saw the space behind the Wasp uh, defensive line, grubbers it through. Marchand has to go around the post and does a nice job of avoiding the post without crushing his face <laughs> into it and finds himself a lot of open try zone to fall onto the ball. So uh, Joe Marchand is definitely one of the best players on this team. Um, I think the Quins near the end were lucky to get away with no yellow card, no pen try. They kept giving away pens at their own, at their own five at the scrums. Um, Joe Marler was getting a little lippy with the referee. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Windup himself. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, I, and then they get, and then they eventually won a pen of their own, which got him out of trouble, which I was a little less than, uh, less than thrilled with the referee for not giving at least a warning. I don't think he even gave a warning. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my one grievance on that. But in the end, Quinns 20, Wasps 13. Quinns are actually in a playoff spot. Yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> um, Wasps fall all the way to eighth. But again, we talked about this already. There's five points separating uh, fourth to tenth. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of movement that's going to happen. Absolutely. All right. Bath and Leicester. Um, Bath are, I'm feeling good about Bath. <laughs> I really am. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I, I mean, I, I like most of the players that they have. I don't have a problem with any of the players that are on their team. Um, I like Todd Blackadder. I think he's doing a lot with a tough situation where he's been already told that he's not going to coach this team in a couple mm-hmm. years. Um, so he's doing a great job. Uh, Rory McConaughey made me look really smart. <laughs> Twenty eight points he, on the yeah. Uh, 
on that. Oh, shit. You know what? Let's go back real quick. Sorry. Rewind. Um, <laughs> Quinn's Wass real quick. Um, the big players, the big scores. Marlowe with 11. Brown with 21. Not bad. Danny Care with 24. Really weird because they had a good, they had a nice game. Rob Shaw, again, didn't play. Your buddy Sinclair, still not living up to his expectations. 12. James Horwell, still hurt. Um, did not play. Dom, the Dominator, Dom Brandt with 43. He's Thank been you, a Dom. big one. He's been a, he's a cheapo. And yeah, he's a good sure. yeah, he's he, only like If he's not on your team, you're doing something, something like wrong. That. Um and Simmons with 34 for the loss. Uh, Willie LaRue with 19, rough day. Daly with 24, again, not a great day. Hughes didn't play. He's still nursing that hip. Sopawaga with 20, again. Sopawaga having issues, not news. Yeah. Uh, Joe Launchbury should be back now that we've turned over the new year sometime soon. Um, and Brad Shields was 21. With 21, that's, doesn't somebody... that's a good week for him from what he's been doing recently. Shields? Feels like, yeah. yeah, but that's the, the thing is, he's one of the more expensive players on the team. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Fast forward back to Bath Lester. Um, these guys are, the, I mean, Bath 23, Lester 16, and Bath looked pretty darn good playing this game. I'm, I enjoyed watching it. Uh, they, they gave up an easy one to Johnny May with McConaughey not rotating back after James Wilson came up from fullback to make a tackle and get involved in a ruck. McConaughey, or one of them needs to make communication, yeah. like, I need to get back there. Right. Um, didn't happen. Uh, Ford spotted at Johnny May. He's got an easy walk over for once he gathers the ball off the chip. That's um, a guy you want to just give an easy walk through to. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but Bath responded well. Um, they call so one of the commentators call the commentator called uh, Will Chudley the wind up mouse. <laughs> he was he he provided the team a lot of energy. He was buzzing about, really trying to cause as many problems for Lester as he could, both on offense and on defense. Um, I liked it. Um, so f- the one. Freddie Burns played well, didn't bring his kicking boots, but he had other things to the to the game that he does, which is why I like Freddie Burns. He's not just a kicker. He is, yeah, he's versatile. He's a lot of things. He does a lot of things. Chased he's... down his own, had spotted space, chased down his own kick, counter-rucked, eventually they won the 10. Yeah, so that's that's the type the, of stuff that, that Freddie Burns brings, which is why I like him. Yeah. Um, again, I see he's very underrated. Bath lost most, uh, lost. Garvey, Cat, and Underhill potentially to long-term injuries. Garvey looks like it's probably going to be long-term. Uh, Cat, not so much. Underhill, a little bit. Okay. Um, I bet she doesn't play this we need week. On, oh, okay. We need Underhill healthy. Yeah. Because he's, he's fun to watch at the, the international yeah, level. He so is. hopefully he's not too banged um, up. So two two try moments that probably could be questioned. Uh, Francois Lowe, quote-unquote, jumped over Genge. Didn't look like much of a tackle to jump over. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a step or a hurdle more than it was a jump. So I was, and, and J.P. Doyle was... JP Doyle knows the law book. Yeah. You know, it's not a question not about gonna, that. Yeah. Um, I thought Lowe should have had the try. Genge didn't look like he was going to make much of an effort towards the tackle, even though he was going low and going in. It was kind of a eh, half-hearted attempt. Yeah, but personally, I'd, I'd like seeing that called. Uh, there, there are The leaps. Yeah. That's fine. Because there's, there's, it, it was more of a step than anything, okay. though. It was, like, yeah, I didn't it was see a large didn't, step, basically. Again, I didn't see this particular incident. Yeah, it was basically a large step from but Lowe. Seen, yes, he had to kind of leave his feet yeah. a little bit, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything where he was like trying to do the high jump over over yeah, Ellis Genge. I think that gets like a little little too often though. Uh, I, but the the try gods balance out. Mm-hmm. Roberts runs his trademark inside line, goes down, probably held, gets up, puts the ball on the line, counts. So try gods find ways to balance things out yeah. out there. So he was, uh, and Roberts was running hard for this match. I was glad to see it. Um, Lester just didn't have the ball. They played defense great. 
Yeah. They really did. They played a lot of really good defense, judging by the fact, you know, evidenced by the fact that they only lost by seven. Right. They could have lost this game by freaking 20. And their defense played very well. So whatever defensive coach they called in, it's getting better. Yeah. You know, they didn't concede any first phase tries. Uh, Rory McConaughey's try was a dance down the sideline. Just a little ballet dance down the sideline, stayed in in bounds, and then finished it. Yeah, and Leicester, Leicester, you know, as much as I, they were my, uh, um, I have a bone to pick with Your them. Grievance, my, or one of my grievances, my first grievance. But they, I, I will say that aside from all that other bullshit that they do, their response to adversity this season has been amazingly impressive. Yeah, they keep fighting. And you know, there's a lot of teams that would just say, you know what, this isn't our year. Fuck it, we're quitting. Yeah. But they fight. Every, and maybe that has to do with steroids, but they fight every fucking match. <laughs> so yeah, they don't quit. No, they don't quit. They're gonna they're gonna keep coming at you until until that that final whistle blows. So, 100%. um, I, I'll again another maybe a late feat of strength. Well done to, to Lester for, yep. for for muscling through in a yeah in they, a tough situation. They keep, they keep fighting. Um, the scores for this game: Toby Falatau again didn't play. This is you know until, again we talked about him being a waste of money on your bench. Don't don't if you have him, get rid of him. Uh, another one that I think is kind of a waste of space that's cost a lot of money, uh, Samisa Rakanaguni. Yeah. He's got a lot more in, I would ex- than yeah. 10 points. Right. And I he did. gets that. That's about what he gets every week, which yeah. is, ugh. It's not enough. Um, Jimmy Roberts with 35. Francois Lowe was, had 26. I thought he was the man of the match. Um, wrote that down early, too. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> uh, Freddie Burns with 31. Again, didn't bring his kicking boots, but he still did a lot. Uh, Will Chudley with 41. Very good. Nice. Uh, Elliot Stuke, who finally showed up in, in a bath shirt again, uh, 35. Uh Tom Dunn with 27, Rory McConaughey with 28, Tom Ellis with 26. They had some, they, they had a nice day. The Overall, they had a nice day. Um, lineup was cooking. It was sad to see Matt Garvey go down, and but, you know, they do have some ready-made replacements with guys like Charlie Eels, and if ever Charters comes back to yeah. to health, which would be good for them. Uh, Lester, they had big, they had a lot of big names, but not a lot of big scores. <laughs> no. um, Cole with 35, Ford with, Ford with 40. Uh, ben Young's 13. Uh, Johnny May with 42. Uh, Mano Tulani with 14. He's done better in past, so yeah. he's probably somebody you can stay pat with. Uh, Talisa Viano and Tom Young's both didn't play. Ellis Genge, six. Uh, little, Props little, are hit and miss like that. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. And Cole, but the, the Cole 35, it's one of his best ones in many weeks. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe don't spend that kind of money because, like you said before, <laughs> that's kind of bait. Yeah, you know that's definitely bait. Guys like him and um, Marler's definitely one of those guys that's a little bit of bait too. Right. It's like so. they they do great things on on the rugby pitch, but from fantasy translate. wise, it doesn't translate. And which is sad because there's a lot of ways to translate that on, in this format. So that's too bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Bath twenty three, Leicester sixteen. Uh, Bath are in top five, so they are they're number five. They still sit in a spot for Europe, which is. Something that will be to their liking. Leicester now are ninth, but like I said, there's a lot, there's a lot of wiggle room between the top four and fighting for relegation. So uh, be careful, <laughs> be very careful. And Bristol and Newcastle. This was a very entertaining match. It was. This was a very entertaining this match. Was, right. Thank New- God. <laughs> Newcastle. They're they're obviously fighting relegation. And they're they're struggling against it. And boy, are they fighting! That's one thing I'll give them credit for. It's it's. I mean, they have to. They have no other choice. But 
they're stepping up their play. Uh, uh, they're they're playing at a, an incredibly high level, uh, and unfortunately for them, I mean that this is one of these. Bristol have been again just like Gloucester a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Bristol have been, have been kind of eyeing them up a little bit, and uh, they're they're coming on strong to, from from my mind as far as their their level of play. Yep. and uh, they they had every opportunity to say this team wants it as far as Newcastle like we're going up against this team one they they yeah. they really want this game and instead Sands of Mark Wilson instead of just giving it to them as some some lower table teams can do it occasionally and yep. even some upper table teams do some every so often uh they stepped up and said no we're going to we're going to we're going to give them uh, a match right back mm-hmm. and they did a fantastic job of, of gutting that one out yep those are very good very very good match mm-hmm. um for Bristol I, uh, I, I I like Newcastle. I really do. Um, I like Mark Wilson's definitely become one of my new favorite players after his stint with England this fall. Um, I do like um, Sonny Takalua. Ganova. Sonati Sonati is, <laughs> as you said, so nice. They named him twice. Uh, um, I like. I do like him, but um, they are just not. They're not finding it. One question I have: uh, Jordan Gray. Is he carrying an injury or a piano? Gray. <laughs> the eight for, uh, wasn't he the, the eight? Oh, for, Crane. For, for, or Crane, sorry. Crane. <laughs> um, yeah. He, oh man, he had some line breaks. He's a, he's a beast. He's a beat, but he had some line breaks where. Oh, he's probably, I mean, he's not healthy. He's not 100% healthy. Right. Okay. So he's carrying an injury. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's he's, my he's question. He's not 100% healthy. He's an no. injury or piano because he's not, no, he was not moving They're very kind fast. of alternating him. Play, don't play, play, don't okay. play. So. Um, he, I mean, he still did pretty well. He's, you know, he is a house. Yeah. So, uh, uh you know, he is. And he just, I, I was, I was, I would think that an eight at that level when they make, you know, they had, he had like two or three line breaks where just he would beat the defender, but then he couldn't. He doesn't have to guess. He never yeah, got he up. He never got up to speed. Otherwise it was, I was like, it, there must be something wrong with him. Yep. Um, so that's good to know that there is, although unfortunate, it's unfortunate for him because he made some plays where I was just like, oh, this is going to be good. And then it just, no. <laughs> oh, this boy. <laughs> okay. okay, you gained about 10 meters, 20 meters right yep. there, but now we're just going to continue playing yep. <laughs> in, open feet, in open play. Yeah. Nobody's going to finish that one. Um, so, Harry, I mean, Harry Randall got this thing going fast. Yeah. Ralph, good right line, good scrum half support line, as a good scrum half should do. Yes. Young, you, look, and you look at him, he's a freaking kid. He's a baby. Yeah, he is. He's a baby. He is. Um, 75 seconds in, he gets over the line, though, so good for him. Uh, Newcastle were very careless with the ball in this match. I felt like um, some loose passes, not taking care of the ball at the bottom of the ruck, mm. and not taking care of their passes in terms of um, uh, not not taking care of the support when they had line breaks. Gonova had a couple of line breaks, and they just kind of he got isolated without anybody to help him whatsoever. So um, that's... That's the issue with that. Uh, Luke yeah. Morahan with a great game for for them. He had the try assist on the Randall on the Randall break, and then um, got one got one over for himself in the end as well. Oh, man, it was I mean it was half. it was ten twenty or twenty to ten anyway uh, for Newcastle at half. Yeah, so was, that was one of those where it was like like I said, they gave that's one of those moments where at that point, oh Bristol, Bristol could, could be like you know it's not yeah. our day. Yeah, they um, could easily fold in. And, and said, they, eh, they came back, back up and tried to try next week. Twenty five points in the second half. So. Yep. Um, just, home crowd helps. Yeah, it does. It does. But uh, that just 
Um, and so does a healthy Piatel. <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> he because he, he he had to was which Piatel? Chow. Yeah. Well, no, but was he the one who had the he he got uh, the blood sub in the first half? See, like Piatel, his his brother. Oh, his brother. Okay. Because yeah. all oh. of a sudden this guy appears with a scrum cap on. I'm like, yeah. The hell's that? Oh, yeah. that's Piatel because he has a the other Piatel. He has okay. A blood injury. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> so it kind of helped to have him back too. <laughs> mm. Yep. The uh, the Piatel brothers certainly were causing problems yes. for the the Newcastle Falcons. And starting to earn some of that, that million pound he's, contract. He, well, he, I mean, in the games he's as played as, since he's the, come back, he's right. earned it. He's done very well. Yes. Um, he's certainly doing well. Um, I thought Gary Graham was very good in this match. I don't know why he didn't start. He looked like he probably should have. He was very every, very much everywhere with carries and tackles. Um, Bristol didn't miss too many tackles. See that stat that popped up where no. they hit like 90% of their tackles? Jeez. They were not missing. Nice so the fact that Newcastle got 28 points is actually a pretty good credit to them. Um, Mickey Young or Sonny Takalua? Which one do you like? Uh, it's, it's just like eye test looking at them. Young. Mm. All right, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna differ on that because I thought Takalua, I think Takalua is the better player. I think Mickey Young is a little on the overrated side. Oh, and I'm still calling him Mickey. Michael, <laughs> go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of a. I, I, I just watched Mickey Young almost. He looked a little lost. He really did, and it was a little head scratching sometimes, and made some silly errors, and you know, not really. Get like yeah. ordering, you know, not really getting that ball out when he needs to. Sonny Takalu is trying to freaking move that ball quick, and he is not a defensive liability in their in their defensive line. If somebody breaks and he's in the way, he does not miss. Right, and it's, that's something that you can't you can't underestimate at all. No, I, I yeah, it's hard to uh, it's hard for me to make that that declaration anyway. Um, I, I just I, I would go with Young for now. Fair enough. Um, I think, I think that was just a you know he had yeah he had a little bit of a, a misconnection a couple times, I, I feel like with with flood, um, yep. and uh, what was it that la- which was that try what who was the scrum half for the try where flood just chipped it through, um, might have been young because I thought that that you know that just it set up that that whole play yeah where it, it gave. Um, you know, it gave Flood that that opportunity to not only to, to really give him options as far as am I going to pass this out, throw that little bit of a dummy yep. delay, and then just chip it behind them. Uh, if you, if you're able to, you know, and maybe he's not consistent, um, but if you're able, an issue. Sonny Takalu is fairly consistent. Yeah, and uh, but I think that uh, that Young can can make those high end plays too at times. You know, when when that falls, when you know they're they're having that because that was off of if, if I recall correctly, just a bunch of like. Uh, very fast ball for multiple mm. phases. Yeah. So sometimes that can get you know it's easy to to make the, to get your scrum half missing the pass on that because it's mm. hard to it's hard to gauge depth. It's hard to gauge <laughs> you know That's where your player is. So you know that that can hurt. You know that'll I think that'll that will kill it intact easily. Yeah. And yet uh, he still held it together for for at least for that right amazing play. So if, if you can make those high end plays, uh, I'll I'll I'll. I'll 
I'll favor you a little bit. It depends on, you know, it depends on, it depends on my mood. If I'm feeling, <laughs> if I'm feeling conservative yeah. and I just want somebody who goes out to, to, to play a solid game, then, yeah. then yeah, I'll go with Takalua. Yeah. Um, I think, I think young can make those high end plays and, and you maybe lose a little, little consistency. Yep. But at the same time, uh, you make those high end plays. It's like yeah, it's Cipriani. I'll take, I'll take Cipriani. Yeah. You know, you have to deal with bad sips, <laughs> but the good, uh, the good but, ones come but, out sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's usually amazing. Yep. Yep. And uh, especially in rugby because it's so free-flowing and so... Yes. It, it, sometimes Very you just much. make a mistake because, you know, you just you have two players who aren't on the same page. But if you can make those those high-end plays, then, yeah, I'll go for you. Absolutely. You got room on my team. All right. Um, and then, um, I mean, my last note on here is that I talked him up just now. Takalua kicks the ball away when it's their their ball. They're down seven. They're, yes, they're in their own end. It's the last play. Yeah, I, that that I uncontestable kick f- too. It was not a. Right. It was not always a high ball. It's it was, not like they were getting way downfield and Bristol's like, oh <laughs> hi, um, Doink. I'll done. Just put this into touch and end the game. <laughs> oh, couldn't believe that. I was like, um, did you know what time was left? Because if you didn't, okay, but just, still, it's kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, that's. I, that's something you expect at a lower level. Yep. Or, so. I mean, you don't expect it still, even at the, at a lower level, but you have to deal level. with it at a lower level. Yep. Not, not at the, at this level and not for a team that's battling relegation. You can't make that mistake because that, that's, that's points right there. Yep. That you, you can't just give away. Big, big bonehead move. Um, yeah. so the big, the big points, obviously we went through the, the dream team and that was a lot of Bristol bears players. Yep. Um, Old big big price players and the big and, and the big scores this week. Pietau with fifty seven. I think he and Ryanak were right there mm-hmm. for the highest, the two highest. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, it was him and then Ryanak. Uh, so John and then John Afoa with fifteen. Yeah, Stephen Luatua nineteen. Uh, yeah. uh, Dan Thomas the, pl- the flanker for Bristol with forty nine. Uh, Harry Randall with forty five. Luke Morahan with forty. Morahan had a nice day. Chris Vui. I'm sure he's very much enjoying the fact that he's no longer <laughs> injured. 39. Jordan Crane, decent day. 36. Yeah. Harry Thacker, 34. Uh, not, not enough for not you enough. to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali Muldowney with 31. Uh, Tom Pinkus with, thir- with 29. He got his first try for um, the youngster. Yep. And that Ed- was a good try, too. <laughs> yeah, was. And Ed Holmes goes for a run and a romp and gets 26 out of it and ends up uh, creating a big one yeah, for Bristol. Holmes, yeah, Holmes. There was Holmes setting up Pincus there. Yeah, yeah. last try too. Yep. Holmes with the break. Yeah, good job. Pincus with the try. <laughs> Love seeing a rock go for a gallop, uh, lock go for a gallop there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have your whole back row in the in the uh, the dream, the dream team. team, and Thacker was right there. Yeah. Even as actually, and the best part is Thacker, um, the versatility of Thacker. I was yeah, able you to played him at flanker, I, didn't you? I played him at flank. There you and, go. And captain him, so I had ended up with with two of the higher scoring. Uh, hookers with McGuigan and, and Thacker, so that's that's an excellent option if you can squeeze that into your team. Um, those those I think are maybe the two. If they're not the two top scoring hookers, they're two of the top three. Uh, or they're so. up there, yeah. I, so, I can tell you in a second, if, but we'll, if, I have something else to look at. Sure. Sheet, but I'll tell you. But anyway, um, so we'll go through Newcastle real quick. Sure. Um, Gonovo with twenty one. He always finds a way to get twenty plus. Yeah. It's not always a great thing, but you know. <laughs> Uh, Flood, 29. He's actually one of the more consistent players in the league. Callum Chick returns with 32. Uh, Mickey Young with 29. And George McGuigan, your boy, with 25. Yep. 
Where's my dollar? <laughs> I, uh, I, I I didn't bring it. I, I forgot. Come on. Hey, I was busy today. Uh, come on. <laughs> but yeah, so 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 Jared and I have decided to make a bet each week. This week, uh, it kind of developed organically. Um, we were we were sorting out our captains and our lineups, and he had uh, Farrell, Owen Farrell, as his kicker and captain. I had him as just my kicker. I named Thacker my captain. Um, I don't get me wrong. I love Faz. I love what he does, and I, and he does consistently perform absolutely. And I just mm-hmm. thought, and but Thacker's been amazing at times. I think he got me over a hundred points one week, uh, two weeks ago. So maybe I'm I'm riding that a little bit, um, but. Uh, we decided who would be the better start, and so we, we bet the usual amount. <laughs> <laughs> the trading places amount with yes. the Dukes. Is that, the, yes. is that what the two brothers Randolph two and Mortimer are? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with their, their dollar bet. And so we've decided to make that a thing. So yeah, so this week it was Farrell versus Thacker, which would be the better captain, and I uh, I came out just a little short. Yep. So Just a bit. Uh, so this is for the record. I owe Jared one One dollar. <laughs> um all right so you know Bristol get uh get the win 35-28 big bonus point for them uh that puts them right in the thick of it they are getting away from the bottom of the table and now starting to think about maybe climbing into Europe we'll see a lot yeah. of rugby to be played yep um but with the 20 they have 23 and they're in 10th and then of course North Newcastle are in deep trouble they are right at the bottom not quite cemented, but man, at this point, it looks like it's a two-team race, it's, and it's going to be a matter of which one sucks just a little less. Yes, it's it's quickly becoming a little bit of squeaky bum time. Although, again, as you yeah. mentioned several times so far, there's a lot of rugby left to be played. But mm-hmm. that's a big but. <laughs> These two teams are are, are 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 kind of separating themselves the wrong way, Worcester yep. and Newcastle. Yeah, you don't want to go that direction. They yeah, they need to work against that. Yeah. So. And maybe I owe you a dollar. But I am still in first place in the pick. Yeah, I know. Well, no, yeah, so am I. <laughs> we're tied. Yes, we're tied. Yes. <laughs> um, so here's a here's a fun thing that I was looking. I've been looking at because I have a sheet that I update every week with all the numbers on it and all the stats and stuff I've talked about way beyond way before when I started this thing at the beginning of the year. Um, players that have played eleven games is not. A long list, but it's not a short list either. It's about forty guys. But you're talking wow. about, you know, well, some of them are the, you know, I'm sure are going to be guys aren't going to be pretty names to see. But right. at the same time, you know, you're still talking about four, almost five hundred players right. on the in this pool of players that have played at least a minute or two of the year. So yeah, you know, there's some low numbers on there. There's some high numbers, but the best ones I can sort out, which are scoring twenty points at a clip, is about. 19, 20 of them. That's not bad. Nope. Um, so I will rattle them off as fast as I can. <laughs> this is in reverse order, so this is starting at um, 19 and going upwards. Luke Morahan from Bristol. Sione Calamathoni from Leicester. Toby Flood from Newcastle. Rob Weber from Sale. Stephen Luatua from Bristol. Nathan Earl from Quinns. Freddie Burns, our boy, from Bath. Joe Marchant. Mm. Talked about him a little bit already from Quinns. Ben Morgan from Gloucester, uh, Bryn Evans from Sale, George McGuigan, your boy from Newcastle, yes sir, Josh Bowman from Sale, Al- Alex Good from Saracens, 
Mm. Hopefully that honestly doesn't stay because he needs to be in an England shirt, but yeah. that's a different <laughs> point for a different day. Will Rollins from Wasp. Yes. I've had him in my team for a long time. John Ross from Sale. I've had him. Uh, Tamana Harrison, who I definitely need to find a way to get into my team because I love him as a player um, from uh, Northampton. Ed Slater from Gloucester. Mm. Callum Green from Newcastle. And at the top of that list is Kobus Reinach from Northampton. Wow. wow. As players that are averaging the most points that have played all 11 games, Kobus Reinach leads the way. Now, he's not the top point scorer. Though. Right. It's George Ford. Right. But you still, that if you want a consistent scorer, mm. uh, those, are, those are the kind of guys you, you, you probably want on your team. Although, I've, I have Lua Tua, and I've been sitting him recently because, again, he's, he's, he's not really getting those points. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, yeah, he's a little hot and cold. Right. So he'll, he'll he'll do well a week in week out, but not uh, not someone you want to rely on as a starter as I used to do before I started scoring a shit ton of points. So <laughs> he was one of those guys where I was like, oh, he kind of he plays every week, so I'll I'll just keep him in the lineup. But then I'm like, hey, he plays every week, but he gets me yeah, you know, he's five like, to fifteen points or so. So yeah. it's not exactly like, the, eh, is it worth it? Not quite helpful. No. Um, looking at. Do, do, do hooker. Here we go. Our top hookers scoring this year so far. Well, one's not going to surprise you. Um, hold on. <laughs> Shoot, I did the wrong thing. Hold on. Let me try that one more time. Because you have to sort this thing sure. twice. Yeah. Once to the to the hooker the and then and once to the oh. into the position. All right. There we go. Let's try this one more time. And the winner is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get back here. I, I scroll so fast. <laughs> um, the winner is Harry Thacker. Yes, he's been amazing. Yep. He's, if, if you don't have him on your squad, fix that. Yep. Find so a way. So your biggest ones that are scoring a good chunk of points per week, um, one's not available. So in... We'll go again in inverse order. Dylan Hartley, not, not available at the moment, yeah. but um, he's in there. Tom Dunn from De- from Bath. Jack Yandel, who was obviously hurt mm-hmm. um, and has been sick a little bit recently, but he'll, when he comes back, start considering him. Rob Weber from Sale. Jinx, Jamie mm-hmm. George Jamie from George. the Saracens. Uh, George McGuigan from Newcastle. Yeah, and Harry Thacker. That is the top, and that is a huge thing in terms of Thacker because you can play him as flanker. Yep. So he's, you know, I don't know what price you can put on the whole versatility thing because sometimes it's worth it, sometimes it's not. But you know, still, it's incredibly helpful. I would, I would honestly recommend it because those lineout points are they you can they add up fast if your lineout's clicking. Yeah, they really do. Absolutely. And so, as long to, as you have uh, a couple of decent jumpers, you're good to go. Right. And so for for to to be able to put you know a guy like Thacker out at 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 flank uh, mm-hmm. can really help settle some some questions you might have over over who you'd, you'd be starting at, at mm-hmm. that position and, and your hooker yep all right let's do some pick them yep um let's get to so this. for also to be clear after this week we're going back to europe yes so if you beat me this week then you have first first choice oh. on which pool because so we're going to go by pool um when it comes to europe next week because we know there's some games that are somewhat relevant but not really and, you know, we don't want to really – it'll be too easy. Yeah. So let's just go by pool because that way we can figure out, all right, some of these are going to matter, some of these are, gonna, are, are not going to. The pool that's got Munster in is going to be probably top choice because it's got, it's so wide open. Yeah. 
but um, after that, it'll be kind of a shit show. All right. Um, so, yeah. But let's just go pick them now. Um, but, yeah. And to be clear, that's not the pick. Whoever wins pick them, that's whoever wins most points on the the, the fantasy points. <laughs> um, all right. Each before beauty. Our boys playing a Friday night matchup at AJ Bell. They don't do well there usually. They don't. But uh, and and Sale, we we've we've talked about them powering through some some injuries, but I think that's just going to be a little too much for them. Um, I think uh, that it really comes down to uh, how how Saris treat their last are going to treat their last couple of weeks uh, in the Champions Cup. Um, I think they they go for it uh, as far as um, they still also need to be paying attention to Exeter. So I, I think they they take this one. I think they they go uh, with everything they got still in the tank with all their injuries. Yeah. Um, I still think they, they play, play their full squad that they have remaining, and I think they take it. Yeah, I, I agree. Saracen, Saracen's are the pick. I think they'll learn their lesson from the last time Exeter sat guys uh, with Europe coming up. And, right. and they're playing Leon yeah. as well they, in their they, first one. So they can kind of be a little bit. They kind of sleepwalk a little bit. Yeah, not a lot. but Not a lot, you know, but a little bit. Yeah, it is. It is in France. Even if they just come away with a win, no bonus point, and right. at Lyon the following week, they're good to go. Yeah. So I think they'll be okay. Um, Worcester Bath. I'm going to go with the home squad here. Worcester. Worcester. Okay. I, I um, I'm still not. I, I like Bath. I'm mm-hmm. still not completely sold on them, and uh, I, I I'd like to think that Worcester are a little bit desperate, and I think they can. I think this is a match that they can they can take, especially if Teo plays. Right, which I'm banking on, which is why I am also going to take the Warriors. All right, Newcastle Quins. Um, Quins continue to play terrible away from home. I'm going to give the the Falcons the nod here. I'm going to go for the Harlequins. I think they have a lot to play for. Um, I think you're right, but and and I think that, um, yeah, they're they may struggle on the road. Uh, it's a long trip up to up to the Tyneside. It's a long trip up to Tyneside. It is. I I just um, I got I have a little bit of a feeling about the the Quins mm-hmm. and Newcastle. As much as I said they've they've been playing hard, but they haven't been able to finish. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, ultimately. Um, you know, they're, yes, they're battling against relegation, but I don't think that's as that mm-hmm. creates as desperate. Or I'm sorry, I don't think that's going to raise their level of play. They're going to be desperate, but if if Quinns um, can can stake out a little bit of a lead, yep. it's going to get in their heads. So, yep. and I, th- I think they can do that. So I'm Probably going with the Quinns. Right. Okay, uh, you're. Your 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 side piece against your mortal enemy. <laughs> you got to go side piece here, Gloucester. Yeah, Gloucester over in the Battle of the Stirs. I got Gloucester. Yep. Um, I am I'm I'm keen to pick them as well. <laughs> um, Exeter and Bristol. Exeter's at home. Yeah. That's the, that's and. really. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with that as well. Wasps and the wasps at home against the, the Saints. Saints. I'm going with the Saints. Really? Yeah, I am. I, I I feel like wasps are. You know, I don't know what I. I honestly I don't know what to make of them. Yeah. And I feel like Northampton are kind of figuring their shit out a little bit. So I'm going with the team that has their shit together at least a little bit, a even little if bit. they're on the road. Yeah. Um. Uh. Northampton have struggled on the road. I don't like them, but I think, <laughs> I think they get a reaction. Wasp. All right. 
I think I, I I don't I don't like Dong Young. I don't like the loss that much. But I think they get a reaction after last week, after a really disappointing two weeks, really, between losing at home last time at the biggest crowd that they had, and you know, in this last performance where they kind well, of laid an egg. At the very least, we have now two matches that that yeah. will we'll decide this, or we'll tie again. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll tie. Yeah, it seems to be the way it's gone. We've, it, it we've had two different picks every time, and somehow, some way, we end up still tied because we get it. one wrong. On yeah. Right. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, well, we haven't been quite the kiss of death, but no. we were two and four the week before and three and three last week. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll improve. Well, this is a new thing. A five, we'll, we'll figure. We'll, we'll figure this out. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's that's all we got for today. Uh, appreciate everybody that stuck through with us. Um, this will probably get end up getting split up into two episodes because we'll do the Festivus in one, and then we'll do the the actual rugby in the other. Um, but thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad that everybody's back with us. Uh, it's a new year. It's new things coming. And it's the countdown on to Rugby World Cup 2019 in Japan, where hopefully the U.S. can finally make a damn impact on somehow, some way. <laughs> <laughs> and they've actually got a quality coach this time around, so I've got some hope. And you and I obviously hope that there's a certain person that makes the trip on the plane. Absolutely. So um, I hope if he does, then we'll certainly be uh, shouting him out on here. Uh, until then, <laughs> we'll just keep counting down the days. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, – Herrick, I hear you out there, buddy. We'll get you on here during the Six Nations. Uh, you and I had a conversation. We'll talk soon. Um, other than that, uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. And uh, have yourself a good day. Happy New Year. Thanks, everyone. Happy New Year. Cheers, guys.